Thank God it's Free Range. You are listening to Free Range Radio Friday with your host, Michael Elves. Pour yourself a beverage and turn up the volume because here on 101.5 UMFM, the weekend starts now. UMFM, this is Thank God It's Free Range, the Friday edition of Free Range Radio. I'm Michael Elves and kicking things off for us tonight, Holidays in the Sun from Mickey Blanco's latest record, Postcards from Italia. We played you a track from that record last week on the show, uh, returning to that record in part because, hey, it's good stuff, enjoy it, uh, but also because today is World College Radio Day, 
marking the importance of college radio stations around the world. And the theme of this year is where all voices are welcome, really with a spotlight on 2SLGBTQIA+ peoples and uh, their importance and their their role. And certainly because uh, a lot of them have been under attack of late, including in our most recent provincial election. So starting with a, a trans artist to mark this and to uh, just remind folks uh, about the importance of uh, protecting trans people in particular, but um, the queer community in general. We're going to play a few more tracks from uh, artists who identify as non-binary and trans uh, throughout the episode. Uh, we've also got an interview with Jordan Clausen, who is coming to town to play the West End Cultural Center next week on October 11th, just before his new album Marginalia comes out. Uh, we talk a little bit about that and about his album Glossolalia as well. Um, but first, Duasali. If you've been watching Sex Education, great performance by Duasali on that series, particularly in the fourth season. Uh, we're going to hear the new single from them. This is Daylight Falls. Keep it locked here on 101.5 UMFM. I got a feeling mm-hmm. I know it's chasing me And now, and now I got a feeling mm-hmm. now it's chasing me
All right. Well, coming to the West End Cultural Center, October 11th, just days before his new album, Marginalia, comes out, Jordan Clausen joins me on the show. Welcome. Hey, thanks. Nice to be here. So as I understand it, uh, this is a companion piece to Glossolalia that was written as you were recording the last record? Yeah, so basically uh, over COVID, I just kind of went, I, I got in a grant. And so I just went to the studio and recorded everything that I wrote. <laughs> and uh, it ended up being about 22 songs. Uh, and in the end, I, I the idea was to just kind of choose the 10 that worked to, the best together. And uh, that was Glossolalia. But then I was like, you know, I actually really like all of these songs. And I think that the remainder... The remaining songs fit really well together as well. And so that ended up being marginalia. So was there something about that initial 10, like they thematically they were the most linked and that's why they ended up being the first record. And then you, you in looking at those other songs thought, well, these ones can work together too. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm kind of like of the maybe old school variety that I still think about records as records and not necessarily just as, um, like a, a set of singles. So right. um, I really wanted them to flow. Um, I, I often think about like, okay, we've had some energy here. How can I bring it down and like make it thoughtful, you know, those kinds of things. Uh, and so that was really how I organized Glossolalia. And then I guess just coincidentally, I just felt like the rest of the songs actually fit together in, in the same way. Um, I did go in and record a couple of extra songs, um, just to kind of really make it fit, I think, but yeah. It's interesting you mentioned energy. Cause I was thinking about that in listening to Glossolalia again, that like, there is like a, a rise and fall and you have like quiet moments and then some like really like exuberant or like joyful moments and building that like are you thinking kind of like in the old like a side b side like where where the flip happens on a record for sure yeah um that is definitely in my mind and and also i think as soon as we put out glossalia i was like well we should do a double vinyl and so we're i'm going to be selling that on this tour uh so that they kind of go together but yeah definitely think in terms of vinyl i also just think in terms of um the, like i read a lot and i love fiction and i i find that books great epic books are the same way you know um they're gonna have moments of like action and reveal and surprise and then also moments where you just kind of develop the character and maybe things are a little more placid for a while um and so yeah th that's kind of what's in my mind as i'm organizing my albums are you reading fiction while you're writing your music like 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 in the same period i mean uh yeah often yeah i mean i like a lot of like historical fiction so um yeah i i, I have this kind of I, I grew up playing like zelda and a lot of kind of like fantasy role-playing kinds of games and so historical fiction in some ways kind of tickles that itch a little bit as an adult um but yeah i i i'm not i think i was reading the brothers karamazov um when we were recording um these two records so yeah mm. and, and so that like some of like the biblical or like religious notes to it may be influenced by yeah definitely yeah I've, and, I've, and i mean that is kind of like in, i mean in my opinion i think there is it is a there's something kind of fantastical and enchanting about religious imagery and so but it's still kind of relatable because it's still kind of embedded in our culture so um i think those things are those are great tools to use to kind of evoke that kind of um yeah that enchanted feeling 
So glossolalia, obviously, like like speaking in tongues. Marginalia, I mean, it, it works in terms of like as a companion piece to the to the other record in terms of kind of being like you know the the notation on on the side. Like, was that always going to be the title for this new record? Um, I yeah, I think so. I I knew that I wanted them to have some kind of um, similarity. So the the words are both alia words, um, which I think means like a plurality of. Um, so yeah, that was always the idea, and I like that glossolalia and marginalia are words that kind of sound similar in some ways but have like very different meanings actually yeah um so yeah and and i also think marginalia is um actually it's like the the notes in between the in a book when you write in a book um if uh, that's called marginalia kind of the the notes between the lines um and the these songs felt a little bit more like that they were they're a little bit more odd in some ways um they feel a little bit more in the margins um and so i thought it was fitting you you mentioned like you you kind of picked what you thought were the 10 best for glossolalia and then went back and revisited and thought oh you know what i i i I like these songs what like do you go back to listen to like past songs is that a practice you have done in the past or was that something special about these particular tracks yeah, no, you know what? I am also I'm I am always doing that. I think that a good melody is a good melody and if I care enough to actually put the work into writing lyrics and recording, um it's usually worth real um not just casting aside casually, you know? Like I and I mean my main form of writing is just I have a little obviously like a little uh, voice app on my phone. And I have a giant thousands and thousands of voice memos. And so I often, especially if I'm kind of feeling stuck, I'll often go back and revisit oftentimes from maybe years ago, um, stuff that I was inspired by, but never ended up using. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I, I definitely am somebody who I feel like I'm a kind of a collector of melodies and I'm just, I'm spending my lifetime trying to kind of be faithful to them and see them through. So then if you're collecting those melodies, when you're reviewing them at some point, like, is it with the thought that like maybe some words will come into your head that, that marry well with those melodies? Yeah. Usually there should be at least one, I think usually in the chorus, some kind of something that just fits really nice, um, that I can also tie to some kind of concept I've been thinking about. Um, I spend a lot of time in my head and so (laughs) I think, uh, uh, it, it's kind of almost a way for me to um, uh, get out what I've been thinking about. It's not even necessarily like, oh, I'm so sad or I'm so happy or anything like that. But I'll be thinking like, oh, uh, I hate individualism. And so I'm going to write a song about how individualism is bad or, you know, those kinds of things. So they're actually kind of lofty concepts, and in, but trying to make them feel... Uh, accessible is actually a really fun challenge to me does that come through because of like reading and like knowing that there are like messages but hidden in like engaging stories totally and i think that as i've learned and as i've kind of grown philosophically as a person the thing i've learned is that um the way that that kind of gets into your mind is very rarely through just kind of clear statement you know it's always through art it's always through stories it's always through um understanding concepts on the ground and kind of existentially as opposed to just understanding them uh theoretically Mm. so you mentioned that they 
you felt that these songs hung together was there something about them like thematically that was all linked or what what drew mm. these songs together yeah i mean i i have like i said i spent a lot of time in my head and i i actually have some uh some diagnosed mental illness and so i actually felt like marginalia um kind of reflects on that a lot more um and that that is what it kind of i think um what mental illness can feel like is kind of just like scratchings in a book and you're just trying to read the words but there's all these notes there's all these scribbles everywhere <laughs> and trying to kind of yeah i don't know i don't know if that makes sense but i think uh it i think there is a more more of a reflection on mental health in this on marginalia so this is you kind of writing down thoughts and then trying to decipher your own thoughts in some sense yeah yeah absolutely does sharing that on stage is that a relief or a burden um i i think it's a relief you know i i i mean some of it might be like my own egotistical reasons like i i think that sometimes i'm kind of like maybe i'm insecure and so i'm like i want people to know that i'm weird maybe because i actually struggle mentally <laughs> um but then on the other hand i i do just think it is really normal and um so many people that i know now especially after covid have diagnoses and uh i i just think that it's hard to be ordered in your mind and it's hard to be kind of um steady especially for i think creative people and so i don't mind talking about it because i think that it's more normal than we let on and uh, usually when i bring it up there will be people afterwards who will be like thank you so much for saying that i have a similar diagnosis or whatever so yeah it's i i'm pretty comfortable with it at this point sure enough now on this tour are you playing mostly marginalia or like a combo of the two records or what's kind of the like thrust of the the live set right now yeah well i kind of have this weird curse now where i've put out like like seven full lengths or something so and some of them have had you know like done all right um as far as radio play and becoming favorites among my fan base so it's kind of a greatest hit set but with an emphasis on marginalia um the singles and a few um songs from the record which is not released yet so yeah i i did i went just went to a concert of someone uh who I won't name, but I, I'm a big fan and his record hadn't come out yet. And his whole set basically was just his new record that none of no one had heard. And it was a little bit disappointing, to be honest. And it made me think, I definitely want to like play the one, play some um, familiar songs as well as um, kind of showing the new material. So giving some thought to what you'd like as an audience member certainly compels you as a as a performer then. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, before I let you go, since the new record isn't out, I want to get you to pick a track off Glossolalia that we can play for listeners. And if you have a reason why you're picking that one or an anecdote, I'd love to hear that. Yeah, that's great. Um, well, I think we could do, uh, there's a song called Brothers in Arms. Um, and uh, it's uh, it's really about kind of like the nature of family. And there's a Vancouver author called Doug, Douglas Copeland who um, has a book called All Families Are Psychotic. And I think that's true, um, but kind of family reconciliation and um, um, coming back together and admitting you're wrong and saying sorry, um, and it means a lot to me because it's it's pretty actually it reflects a pretty personal situation that I was in. So yeah, brothers sure. arm. Yeah. We'll give that one a listen. 
Uh, a reminder that you're playing the West End Cultural Center on October 11th. Jordan, thanks for taking some time and safe travels on the tour. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. This was great.
here on Thank God It's Free Range, the Friday edition of Free Range Radio. Right before the break, reset button from her new album, Wisecrack. That's Vancouver's Haley Blaze past guest here on Thank God It's Free Range. Speaking of guests, my thanks to Jordan Clausen. Don't forget he is playing October 11th at the West End Cultural Center with David Vertese. Uh, we are going to get into uh, some more music here. Molly Birch, love, love, love her stuff and uh it's, it's interesting how she's grown as a songwriter since I first kind of like loved the kind of like dreamy folk pop because there's some like really just bangers on this new record, including the track Unconditional, which if you listen to it, maybe you'll hear what I hear, which is a connection to, uh, to Kate Bush. Uh, this is Unconditional. 
We've got some more stuff for you. We've got How to Boil Water, which is a new band featuring Danielle from Poodle Paddle. And uh, we got some more stuff for you. Keep it locked here on 101.5 UMFM. I chase the feeling of being your favorite. That's why even when it hurts, I'll stay on. Like it's my calling. I'm holding out for you to realize we're
I just feel like I can't control myself around you. But is that a problem? No, not really.
I danced by Violent times It was hard To live, live It was my It was my time Time to
back here on Thank God It's Free Range, the Friday edition of Free Range Radio, right before the break from his new album, Flying Wig. That's Devendra Banhart with Fireflies. That record produced by Kate LeBon, and you can kind of tell uh, a little bit of a different vibe to that record than some traditional Devendra Banhart records. Before that, Anani and the Johnsons with You Be Free from My Back Was a Bridge Free to Cross. We heard Falling in Love with You from B. Uh, we had a couple of uh, Quebecois tracks. We had uh, Ariane Roy, Thierry LaRose, and Lou Adrien Cassidy's La Roy, La Rose et Lou, and Melissa Fortin's Fleur Cosmique, a couple new singles, and started that off with How to Boil Water and Claude. I'm uh, going to start this next set off. We're going to get into some funk and soul and stuff before we hand things over to Kai and After 8 Radio. Alana Royale, we've played a previous single. This is Runaround from the album Trouble Is, which is out this week. Afros with a new single in the Time of Sorrow off of Roses, which is out next week. Got something from Minneapolis's Jada Brown. We got Mindzine and Apollo Sons, who's uh, they're on the road right now in support of their brand new record, Departures, coming back to town uh, towards the end of the month to play a couple of Winnipeg release shows. Uh, follow them on socials. I know they're very busy and posting. Uh, we keep it locked here on 101.5 UMFM.
bring to the table This work is a constant Now how are you gonna engage with the process? My headspace, stay in the cosmos Never been worshipping back notes So what's a move? Search for the force behind it There's always a force behind it Get to know the teachings that drive you Respect, observe, and onward Respect, observe, and onward Respect, observing onward. They want a friend to me, come back like enemies, disguised as family. They want a friend to me, come back like enemies who are my family. They want a friend to me, come back like enemies who are my family.
How can you bleed all the sap from tree? How would you cut it down in front of me? Those givers and takers fail. Connect the silver spoon. Yeah, any flower. 
Mm-hmm.